0: Hello.
1: Good morning, good
0: morning. It's good afternoon.
1: Yeah, but the listeners don't know when it is, so it could be good morning, good afternoon and good evening. Okay, so um How about good day?
0: Do you know what today is?
1: Today is the Sabbath.
0: Yeah, but do you know what happened last year this time?
1: We started our first podcast.
0: Yeah, so we've been doing this for one year. Right? Well done. Yeah, that's sticking to it, right? Sticking to something and just keep doing it, right? Yeah. Sometimes it wasn't that easy, but we kept on doing it. And um, I know that we've had a lot of feedback. Some people enjoyed the banter uh, because it helped them think through some elements.
1: Some people felt uncomfortable for yeah. during our discussions. Yeah. Other people it. said to me that they aren't able to have conversations like this with their spouse. Because the sp- their, their husband and wife are not on the same page.
0: Well, isn't that why you have a spouse, right? To have bounce off ideas. Mm-hmm. Before you go out there and speak in public, um, make sure that you guys are having a discussion.
1: Are aligned, at least. Well, not, yeah, having discussion. It doesn't have to be aligned, but at yeah. least a discussion.
0: It's like iron shop and design. So, w- what do you think today's topic should be on? Because I know that you've got a list of topics that you want to cover.
1: No, no, this is what happens is... Throughout the year, I listen to different podcasts, right? So I have a combination of podcasts. Everybody I listen to are are Christians, but some operate in different roles and different spheres. But what I do is I also listen to our podcast because I want to hear what we've actually said. Because it's very different when you're engaged in a podcast versus listening to yourself.
0: So you actually listen to
1: it? I listen it back, yeah. Oh. Uh, and I'm, because I'm, a, I'm somewhat behind in my other podcast, I was just trying to catch up, because there's some people who I really love listening to, and I don't want to miss any of their podcasts, so I just listen in consecutive order. And so I've been listening to ours, I'm about seven or eight months in. I mean, No, nine months, I've been listening to nine months of last year. And so when I hear us say, oh, that's a good topic, and then you say, oh, but we'll discuss another time, or you, get, you bring up a topic and say, maybe we should talk about this, one day we'll talk about it. I take notes of the topics that we've said oh we should talk about this and I I just keep a running list of the things we said we'd come back to Mm -hmm. so I could go through and list some of them and you could see what you sense is something we could talk about today
0: oh so you don't have anything on the top of your head
1: um hmm out of or everything that's on the on everything on the list oh actually we've done that one I can cross that one off Hmm.
0: Well, I, I was thinking of a, the idea because I, f- I feel like the body of Christ, actually much of the body of Christ doesn't understand the law of God. Um, and I have
1: that on my list. Look, yes, number, number
0: two was law of God. Yeah, so maybe that's something we can maybe explore. Bec- because, I don't know, when I came to the Lord... Um, and I remember back in the day um, my stepdad just died and we were. Walk- I was walking around the property and there was dogs we had like about 7, 8 dogs I, ca- I can't remember the exact amount it was a lot of dogs and they were like family to me like because they basically grew up with us and I remember when my stepdad died he had no insurance and we were basically going to lose the house and I don't know, about two, three, four months. And um, I didn't, I wasn't earning a great salary, so I couldn't cover the house. And my salary yes, it wasn't so great. And um, I remember crying out to God saying, God, why? Why are we always struggling? Why is this, Why is this, everything just doesn't seem to work? And i come crying out to the Lord. I remember the dogs jumping up and licking me. And I look at the dogs and I said to them, you know, in a few months' time, you know you're going to be here. I know you're so happy. And sometimes ignorance is bliss.
1: Because they didn't even know what was going on. They don't know what's they, going they, on. They just get their food and,
0: and water and run around. And they're going to get taken out and killed, and we'll take, put them down. Now, it didn't happen like that, so, but it's pretty close.
1: But at the time, you're thinking, dogs, you don't even know what's going to happen.
0: And so I go back to my my room. I'm crying out to god i, I do believe what god says especially like for example in jeremiah 29 verse 11 where it says you know i know the plans i think towards says the lord not evil uh, but uh, to give you a future and a hope um and we stop normally there but we don't go to the next part like verse 12 and verse 13 now i am paraphrasing but it says go and call upon me and, and go and pray I think okay, firstly to call upon you and then go and pray, isn't calling upon you praying? And then then you say go, so obviously I'm calling upon you before I even going, and then I'm going to pray, and then it goes on and says, uh, and then the Lord says, I will listen to you, and if you, you know, if you <laughs> speak speak to me with all your heart, something like that, and so. I really felt that I was praying to God with all my heart, because we were in desperate need, you know, we weren't thinking about... Like, and I think when there is no hope, when it's totally dark, and you see no way out, I believe that's when a person can pray with their whole heart. It reminds me of Yeshua in the Garden of Gethsemane. What would make him sweat with blood, unless he prayed with his whole heart? Like, seriously, I've never sweated with blood. I've perspired, I've wept, but blood, that is a next level of using the entire body to pray unto the Lord. Anyway, so in those moments, I prayed unto the Lord, and then, I don't know if the book opened, I'll go back to the room, I'm not sure the book was open, and you know, sometimes I wish I could just write down those things, so that I can remember, but I'm not sure the book was open, or I opened it, or, but my eye, fell on the passage Joshua 1 7 to 7-8 where it says be strong and very uh, be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you do not turn from it from the left to the right that you may prosper wherever you go and I thought wow so I know that there's more to that but I'm just giving you like a deliberate paraphrase and I thought wow that's um that's If I do not turn from the left to the right, you'll prosper wherever I go. I'm thinking, okay, the law. What is God's law? Now, I was a believer. I loved the Lord. And so, when the Lord told Joshua, Be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law, I thought to myself, I don't know any really laws. All I know is the Ten Commandments. And I'm not even sure we're keeping the Ten Commandments. Because you are not keeping the Sabbath. Well, we are keeping the Sabbath.
1: But you weren't doing it properly. But we kept
0: it on a Sunday. But I didn't know that at the time. But
1: you weren't even keeping it properly on a Sunday.
0: Yeah, it was like... <clears throat> so I, So then I, I said, okay. I'm going to take God at His word. I started writing down all the laws that pertain to us. In other words, anything that God said, do this. Except for the sacrifices. I, I said, whatever. Because back then, I understood... And I don't believe many Christians understand this. I understood that Yeshua was the the final sacrifice for us. Thereby, His sacrifice means that I don't need a sacrifice again. And that by His blood, I am healed. Uh, Sorry, I'm, I'm cleansed. And by His body, I am healed. So I understood that. From the very beginning, really. But what I didn't understand was, okay, what laws do I keep? Which laws don't I keep? I understood the sacrifices very clearly because he, he, he. There isn't a better sacrifice than what he can provide. But what about the other ones? And so when I looked at the scripture, I know it kept on coming back to. I kept bumping into people that bring up Galatians three, and so you see. In Galatians 3, it says, Who has bewitched you that you have fallen from grace? Uh, did you receive the, the Spirit through through the works of the law? And as if Paul is saying, don't keep the law anymore. And if that's the case, uh, and now I understand later on, you can you can read um, um, Romans 3, and it talks about that uh, when we follow Christ, we we subject our body to, um, we want to be holy, we want to be holy as he is holy, and we fulfill the law automatically, versus us trying to. But I uh, so, so going back to uh, Galatians three, Galatians three was a, a shock for me. Then I had to put in there, okay, what about uh adultery? If a person's committed adultery, is that acceptable? Then I go, Oh no, that won't be. Why not? Well, Galatians five says if you practice such things, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Oh, but everything that you're listing, Paul, is found in the law. I can point out idolatry in there. I can call out um, lusts. I could call, call out adultery. All of these things, even uncleanness, I can find it in the law of God. So, this list that Paul didn't make up, suck it out of his thumb, he got it from the Old Testament, um, Old Testament scriptures. So I think when we talk about law, what are your thoughts on how do we navigate this world? How do we navigate which laws to keep, which laws not to keep? Because you hear people say things like um, there are three types of laws, right? There's the ceremonial, there is the the dietary, and then there's the moral. And we don't need to keep the moral or the dietary. So I would ask you, have you ever... Have you heard that before? And where can you find that in the scripture?
1: So, before I answer that question, I think we have to clarify, which will help answer the question, is what is the concept when when, when someone talks about the law of God, people automatically associate that word with a multitude of, of descriptions. So, when they think of the law of God, they think of, oh, God gave Moses the law. In other words, the law of God equals whatever Moses wrote down. So law of God equals Torah. Law of God equals the first five books of the Bible, even though God only gave Moses the law in Exodus. Mm-hmm. So it's not the first. Or no, well, they were the, technically, according to that definition, there's no law in the book of Genesis, even though there is. But they think the law of God is anything to do with the temple. They think the law of God is the Old Testament, which is done away with. And they think the law of God is a bunch of rules you have to follow in order to qualify to be a Christian. So I've just listed probably five things which is not what the law of God is. The law of God is not any of those things that I just described. There are factors from each of it, but that's not what the law of God is. And I think that is where the confusion comes in. And then you have seminary that came along and said, well, we need to create some definitions for people to study. So they decided to take it upon themselves and divide it into this ceremonial dietary and moral law. And instead of just reading the word of God and saying, okay, when was the law established? Where does it come from? And what does it mean? And I think that's what you have to step back and, understand. and that's, I believe, part of the process the Lord's taken us on to understand. What are the laws of God? And have they changed? Are they set in stone? Were they there from the beginning? Are they going to be there at the end of time? So there's a lot of factors to, to go through. That's my answer in a nutshell.
0: Okay, so, so when do you think the law of God came into existence then?
1: I should ask you that. But I, I think the law of God... Came in. It, it exists as part of God. It, the law of God is God's law. When He created heaven and earth, He created uh, a set of laws, and those laws were in existence right from the beginning of creation, beginning of time as we know it. When do you think they were created?
0: Well, it's in the beginning, and the tree of good and evil. So, the law. What 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 does the law do? The law defines what sin is. It says. This is what's in it. So the, the law of God is broken up into two things. So if you look at Luke 1 verse 6, I believe it, it says that um, Zechariah and Elizabeth, they were advanced in the age, but they did not transgress the, the commandments and the ordinances of God. So you go, okay, what are you talking about commandments and ordinances? So the law of God is broken up into ordinances and commandments. Commandments in the scripture says, Commandments identify what sin is. In other words, you don't know what sin is unless the commandments
1: points out out, define what it is. So
0: the law. So Mm -hmm. when we talk about the law of God, the law of God includes ordinances and Mm -hmm. it also includes commandments.
1: And ordinances would be what?
0: Well, let me finish Uh, the commandments. commandments. So commandments identifies what sin is. So we. So let's say for example, uh, adultery or uh, adultery, or um, dishonouring parents. That's a commandment from the very beginning. And and so, if a person disrespects their parents, they are sinning. So, you have, when I say disrespect, I'm Dishonor. t- dishonors them, um, they are sinning. Now, if the parent has a, tells them to go and bow down to an idol. Um, There's the, a law
1: that's higher. There's a
0: law that's higher. Obviously, that's not dishonoring. So, so, when we look at the commandments of God, the objective of the commandments of God is to identify sin. In 1 John 3, verse 4, it says that um, it's the law of God that defines what sin is. So I don't have to guess what sin is. It's the law of God. In other words, you cannot repent. and In other words, change your way unless you know what you're doing is wrong. And how, and do, how you do you f- know what is wrong? Unless the commandments of God says so. Even Paul himself says, he says, the, um, circumcision is nothing, but keeping the commandments of God is what matters. And Listen, how
1: would I have known... 1
0: Corinthians 7 verse 19...
1: And in Romans, he says, how would I know
0: what coveting was? Unless, yeah, the, unless laws... the
1: Lord pointed it to me.
0: Yeah. So the law of God is good. And, um, and again, in Romans 7, it talks about good. And another thing about Romans 7, what people don't understand is, they think when Paul is talking in Romans 7, he's talking about his current life. He's not talking about his current life. He's talking about his current journey. So when he starts off by saying, um, initially he was free. Well, internally he felt free. And then he saw the commandments of God. And the commandments of God showed him of his sin. Then he was dead. And he thought, "Ah, oh, what the command was supposed to revive me, pointed out my sin, and I could not keep it. And the things that I didn't want to do, I didn't. Things that I, 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 I wanted to do, I didn't do. And he said, who can save me from this? That's the whole, he's talking about his journey from being a young child to being a, a student. Pharisee
1: or a student, student of the law.
0: Until, who can help me? And he says, thanks be to Jesus Christ. And then he starts off Romans 8, and he talks, he says, there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit.
1: Well, that's not in all translations, is it?
0: Well, that's why I don't like the NIV and the ESV and all those garbage translations. They're garbage. And anyone hears my voice, I hope you understand. I believe that those... Those Bibles are tainted and are disrespectful to God himself. He's God's word. And some of them say, well, Andre, um, this is better than, than nothing. I'll tell you, you know, even a parchment paper. People, God can use a parchment paper. If you make a donkey talk, he can use whatever. I get that. But when someone blatantly takes out my Lord's words, I am not only disrespect, I don't like them, they are my enemy. So any person that has spoken against um, God's word, or they become an enemy. What changes it? Changes. It. Yeshua himself says, says, "If you add or take away from the book of Revelation, you are adding plagues to your life." Like, isn't that scary? Yes. And yet people have done this so flippantly, um, and. Anyway, so anyway, back to the so so back
1: Romans eight says, if you walk there's no condemnation if you walk according to the spirit, not according to the flesh, right? Yeah,
0: and then it talks about that the, the carnal mind, which in other words the fleshly mind, is an enemy of God, and because it is not subjected, it doesn't subject itself to the law of God.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The flesh doesn't want to be subjected to the law of God, and and so the question you have to ask is, okay, I get the commandments, mm-hmm. I get commandments, mm-hmm. identify sins, what is the ordinances? Now, that's what Yeshua replaced in himself. Ordinance is, okay, a person sins. Now, how do they deal with it? So, under the Old Covenant, they, the Old Covenant, not just the Old Covenant. The
1: Old Covenant as written down by Moses. Is that what you're referring to? You
0: know, yeah, well, so when you say Old Covenant, the laws existed from the very beginning. Okay. Like, they, uh, so Joseph knew he, he didn't need to commit, he mustn't commit adultery. He knew. Okay.
1: When you were talking about the incident with Potiphar's wife, yeah, he knew he, he knew that is, was wrong to commit adultery.
0: No, yeah. so so you s-
1: Abraham and Sarah. Let's talk about a few of them. Abraham and Sarah. He knew they knew it. Uh, even uh, what's his name, Abimelech, yeah. knew it was wrong that he was pursuing Sarah, who was Abraham's wife.
0: Because it was passed down from, from word or from mouth to yeah, from word to mouth from the very beginning. Cain and Abel. Right from Murder. The, yeah. So, so so, we know that from the beginning, it was inherit. They knew it. They passed it down. You had, even in the time of Abraham, you had Seth around during the birth of Abraham. So Seth was, not Seth, um, Shem. Shem. Shem was the son. The son of Noah. Of Noah. So you can imagine, Noah shared it with Shem. Shem shared it with Abraham. It, it was passed down. So the, the law the of
1: God was given to the patriarchs yep. and passed down, that's through the men of, so in, it's uh, from, from Adam, Onto his son Seth, uh, onto Enoch, Methuselah, all of them. Jared passed down word of mouth. So just because Moses wrote it down, doesn't mean it wasn't. But the question you
0: ask is, why did Moses write it down? Because what happened was Israel was sold into slavery, and um, for two hundred years. Okay, I know it says four hundred and thirty years, but it's from the time of the covenant that God made to Abraham was four hundred and thirty years that from the time that he made the covenant to Abraham until they left Egypt, uh, Egypt it would be 430 years. So we will say there were 40, 430 years in slavery. No, it wasn't. it was, so past, it was
1: after the sons of Joseph.
0: There were 200 and something years in, uh, in in Egypt. Now, because there were like 200 years in Egypt, the word of mouth wasn't transmitting anymore. It was more of the following Egyptians' ways. That's why the Lord says, don't make markings for the dead because they were using a lot of the Egyptian... Been, there were... Uh, Integrated in, and immersed in that culture. Of course. So guess what? They're going to be using those things. So that's why when...
1: Even eating their foods,
0: right? So then lost everything. So when when, when Moses did, he... I'm going to say he re, he rewrote out what Abraham and everybody knew. And then he added something that was new, that, that didn't exist Which prior. God gave him. Yeah, which was the tabernacle and the sacrifices uh, and the priesthood. To do life. away with... Sin. sin and that's the ordinances in other words commandments identifies what sin is existed from the beginning and then Moses showed you uh, people how to get rid of sin or in other words how to cover sin that's what it says in um, Hebrews um, 8 and he- in Hebrews 9 how to cover the sin
1: because it wasn't washed away like with the blood no, of Yeshua so, so that's
0: why they had to go ha- come to the t- uh, the temple or the tabernacle three times a year Passover Pentecost, and, and Tabernacles. That and that's why they had of
1: specific offerings and meat and drink offerings to to atone for whatever kind of sin there was. There were mm-hmm. specific requirements. If, if but people they had to broke do, certain things... They had to
0: do it. The thing is, it wasn't one of those kind of things to do it once, because our, the human nature continues to So you continually have to make sacrifices. And then the high priest, once a year, went in and the Holy of Holies and made intercession for people... Even for the sins that they don't even know that they made, and that was
1: the Day of Atonement, yep. right? Where everybody fasted. <laughs> And that's why you also see through Scripture, the law of God was resurrected. The reading of the law of God was resurrected with King Jos- Josiah, with, um, with Nehemiah, Hez- yeah, Hezekiah, Hezekiah, with Nehemiah when he went and built the, the rebuilt the wall in Jerusalem. So they, they, they would find the books and reread them and try and get everybody to follow what was in the books which Moses wrote. Yeah. Okay. So we've established that the definition of the law is not specifically what Moses wrote. Moses wrote down the ordinances... And he wrote down commandments as well, but he also wrote down ordinances, which was a way to deal with sin. Because up until then, people were sacrificing everywhere, like willy nilly, right? Abraham would build an altar here, Jacob would build an altar. It was kind of random but notice sacrifices. Notice there's still
0: sacrifices that were required. So, in other words, yes. the, penalty, the animal sacrifice. Penalty was needed from the very beginning, that there had to be a, a, a penalty, a consequence for sin. So, from Abel sacrificing all the way. Until Moses, they were sacrificing, but now so what, what, what God established through Moses was a different type of covenant. It was the, they called it the Old Covenant, but it was the, or the Mosaic Covenant. This was the covenant associated with the tabernacle. It wasn't no longer a, a person like Abraham um, or Jacob or whomever, it was actually a nation. And so you had the nation Israel um, dealing with their sin a, in a specific location. And that's why people that that weren't followers of of Yahweh and Israel needed to get out of there, right? And that's why he said, get them out, get them out. Because they out. would
1: have consequences. Be, no,
0: because they would have led them astray, right? Led them astray. And God wanted to show himself strong, show himself strong. So if people kept the commandments of God, there would be a powerhouse. And people can going to say, how can a weak p- people like this beat a mighty army like this, this, and this? And so even in Solomon's day, they used to give... Solomon gifts because they were shocked. How can a small group of people Have be such so, a, powerful. Such, be so powerful because they kept the and he even says in
1: his word that I will I will bless you and make you strong that other nations will be jealous and say who is it that you serve? Mm-hmm. So that we can follow the same. Okay, so commandments and ordinances so the ordinances just to summarize again the commandments define what sin is the ordinances Define the
0: consequences, which was written... Or deals with the sin. Or so, deals with the sin. So the consequences, so for example, in the Old Covenant, let's take an example. Uh, if somebody ate pork, okay? The scripture says, kick them out of, the, out, of the, um, out of the place. In other words, they need to leave the camp, out of the area, then you get out. As the,
1: as the Israelites. They need, to, they need to be
0: thrown out. If they keep doing that, they need to be thrown out, out of Israel. Get them out. That's one. If someone was a uh, witchcraft, let's say reading a Harry Potter book, playing with witchcraft, the, the consequence for that would be what? Death. Death. Stone them, kill them.
1: Because I don't want any. They didn't want any demonic influence, any pagan influence, or occult influence in their life. Yeah. So it was
0: serious. Yeah. Adultery.
1: Death. Stone. Death. Them.
0: For who? For the uh, the uh,
1: perp- male help, and the uh, female. The perpetrators. Both of them. Yes. Right.
0: So, like for example, uh, in John eight, when Yeshua. Uh, when they bring that woman I call adultery, notice they didn't bring the guy, they brought the woman. They're really breaking the law by just bringing the woman. Where's the guy? It's, they're supposed to be stoning both of them. They're a bunch of hypocrites. And, and, and the fact is, when, when Yeshua looked at them, he said, well, he was out throw the first stone. In other words, whoever throws the first stone, you are going to be judged the exact same way. In other words, you are a false witness to this, therefore you threw the stone, therefore stones will be thrown towards you. They knew this, and that's why the elders said, I'm getting out of here, and the young ones looked around, they were the only ones left, and then they left. So going back to uh, uh, adultery, yes, S- stoning. What about um, somebody that eats blood?
1: They would be unclean, and, let me think, they would probably, probably have to do a, a period no. of cleaning. No,
0: huh? whoever eats blood needs to be thrown out. Thrown out, thrown out yeah and depending on if it's associated with um, um, with with, uh, with demonic stuff they will be killed right if someone didn't tithe what would happen
1: nothing
0: nothing nothing from a physical perspective but, but spiritually there will be consequences well said
1: to that the, the window of heaven will not be open.
0: For yeah them. so there's a, a no physical consequence so what you see breaking is the sabbath so breaking the sabbath what would happen stoned death so, ooh, so, that's, so, so if you look at the severity of things, it's it's pretty high up. If someone stole something, what would happen to them?
1: They have to re- repay twice back. Oh
0: uh, yeah. Well, well depends know. on what it was. I think it sometimes it's four times of the payback. That's what i was
1: saying. It's depending on what it was. There was uh, there was some re- a compensation, a yeah. re-
0: recompense. And if you if, if you knock somebody's tooth out, then either uh, or something like that, then your tooth gets knocked out, or you 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 pay a fee.
1: That. Or you go into debt to somebody because you might owe them money, so then that's that's where the concept of becoming a slave and a, a bonded bond servant. You can't pay them back, so, be, you, so you work for them to work off your debt for, and then after the fiftieth year, it would all be forgiven. Um, there were also other other things if if you borrowed something and destroyed it, there was ways to pay it back. I mean, it was very clear that there were yeah, consequences for everything. So the,
0: yeah. So the point is, you you see that sin is dealt with a number of ways. One. It's 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 shunned. There's a sh- also shunning, a, a frowned upon. Um, then there's the kick them out of the, the tent. Then there is a they need to pay. Um, they need to pay compensation, compensation okay, money. Um, or there is a stoning,
1: death,
0: a death. So you see, this is a a, a this is how to deal with this. Now, the question is, okay, those are the consequences. So
1: it's different between like, God, between man and God, or between man and man, right? Well, were... I don't want
0: to get too technical, because the point, the, point is, the, the
1: point is that whatever sin the, it was, a consequence.
0: To... there was a consequence. And there
1: were animal sacrifices.
0: There was a consequence. Now, if you didn't want a consequence, there were certain ways of doing it. So if you acknowledged that you, were, as you, made a, you sinned, then there were ways to, to go, like, you'd be the first one to come up, bring your sacrifice, there's a sin sacrifice, there's a burnt offering sacrifice, there's a thanksgiving sacrifice. So yes. you come and bring your your sacrifice to to cover your sin, okay?
1: At the temple or the tabernacle before the high priest.
0: Yeah, and so first it was the tabernacle, then it was the temple, Solomon's temple, and then the second temple. Okay, so that was the the how to deal with sin,
1: which is ordinances,
0: which is the ordinances. This is what the the scripture talks about that. Um, in Colossians 2, that Yeshua himself, he took the, 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 the ordinances, all the writings against us. All the the sins that we have done and the consequences for those sins, he took them and he nailed them to the cross. Because he was the payment for all our sins. Now, doesn't, so now does that mean we can continue sinning, that grace may abound? Even Paul says, God forbid, he even makes a saving, God forbid you even think like that. Why do you even think like that? Because surely if you've been set free from that, you don't want to continue in that. And that's what people have this kind of mentality of. Oh, that he set me free from it, therefore I can continue living like that. No, he set us free so that we are no longer a slave of sin, but we are a slave of righteousness. Slave of righteousness. And we have
1: to add a little caveat in here. It's when Moses was given the ordinances and he wrote down the commandments and ordinances, that was at a time... Where Holy Spirit had not yet come upon each person, so everybody was trying to fulfill the law in their own strength.
0: When where's where is
1: this? This is up until before before Yeshua came. Okay. So everything Moses wrote down, they, they, they
0: tried, but they, they tried,
1: but they couldn't. It was it was tough. It was very tough. Even righteous men like King David, everybody but, was but sinning.
0: He, but he said also, but Holy Spirit was with King David because he said. Do not take your spirit away from me, because the spirit could be taken away from him. But it's
1: not like today. Because the
0: difference is now, believers are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Right. It says in Ephesians one verse thirteen. But
1: but not everybody had that opportunity. Not everybody had Holy Spirit with them like King David or Moses. Mm. It was a, a specific anointing for a specific time for a specific purpose. So, try as they may, it was it was it was impossible for anybody to completely fulfill the law until Yeshua came, and then when he was without sin. He was perfect. He fulfilled the law because he was able to keep it perfectly and not sin. Then, not only did he keep the law, but then he, he was sacrificed as a perfect sacrifice for all of our sin. So without sinning, he then took all of our sin and the consequences that we all deserved, he took it upon himself. Mm-hmm. And then his death enabled Holy Spirit to come. And so for those of us believe in him, we have the possibility of Following the commandments with the strength, through the strength of Holy Spirit. So the
0: commandments, so in, in 2 Corinthians 3, it talks about the letter kills. So in other words, the commandments, the letter kills. But the Spirit gives life. That's right. And, and it's, the Spirit does not war against the law of God. The Spirit is, it's like it says in um, uh, Ezekiel, I believe it's Ezekiel... 33,
1: are you talking about when it's no. written on our hearts?
0: Yeah, it's uh, what is it? Ezekiel 19. No, that's the thing. It says Ezekiel 11, verse 19 to 21. Where he says he's taken a stony heart out and he's given us a heart of flesh. And then he's given us the Holy Spirit to do what?
1: To walk in his statutes, keep his judgments, and do them.
0: So do his statutes and, 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 and do, do the commandments that he has given us. So we automatically do this. So that, so the, the, our will, our sinful nature. If we were a slave of sin. We no longer want to do it. It's like I heard this one guy say once. Uh, there's three, um, there's three guys go hunting, and um, one is a Christian, and the other two are not. And they say, hey, let's go to the pub and drink. So they go to the pub and drink, and now the Christian is saying, should he have more than one? Should he have two? he's going to be the responsible driver so he's going to have one or two the other guys have more they don't really care he has one or two but he feels bad did he have too many notice the conviction that he has he's thinking about it like it's it's like a mirror saying whoa don't go too far then what happens is they um girls come by and they sleep with these women now they're married they come back to the place and they're laughing and they're joking what happened and this Christian can't sleep, he's distraught, he, 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 he can't. Because the Holy Spirit is convicting him, showing him his weakness. Thank, okay, firstly, thank God the Holy Spirit is convicting him so that he has opportunity to repent, right? Because if he's not convicting him and he doesn't repent, um, that means your heart is too hard to be changed. And so it shows you that the Holy Spirit inside us, he wills to have us to do right. And he helps us, that's why it's called holy spirit right? so that we walk holy lives and, and the other two guys slept like babies they had no conviction right? because their hearts are really hard you say well what about um, uh, the conscience everybody has yes everybody has conscience I get that From no one's without excuse but some people's conscience are harder than others even the Lord says because of you continually reject he's given them over to their vile passions and that's why men sleep with men women with women it's given them over to their vile passions because they continually ignore the conscience that God has put upon their heart. And, but the Holy Spirit now, inside believers, helps us. He like revitalizes us. He, he, he gives us the motivation to do what is right. So that's why when it says in 2 Corinthians 3 um, that it's spirit where the Spirit of the Lord is his freedom. Yes, because he helps us. He helps us do it. It, it doesn't become a chore well, I have to do this no you automatically do what is right because you want to and if someone says no 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 um, we can continue sinning I would remind them of 1 John 3 verse 8 and 9 and maybe we can even just read that in, in 1 John 3 8 to 9 it talks about um, what does it say It says, he who sins is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. What are the works of the devil? What are the works of the devil? Sin. Making people sin. Whoever has been born of God does not sin. For his seed remains in him and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. In other words, that's not part of our nature any longer to sin. So when we sin, it's actually something that, oh, we sinned. And then, the funny thing is in 1 John 1, it says that when we must confess our sins to one another, confess our sins and he's righteous and just to forgive us of all unrighteousness. So you see that this. The uh, the commandments of God, and I think it's in John 1, John 5, it's 3. It talks about that the commandments of God are not burdensome. So, just to show you that, why are the burdensome? Why is it the Jewish people couldn't do it? Because they never had the Holy Spirit. That's why Yeshua said, It's to your advantage that I go away. Because if I go, the Holy Spirit cannot come. But it's to your advantage that I go so I can send him.
1: So, are you telling me that the commandments of God have not been done away with Andre. they
0: have not been done away with and neither will they ever be done away with the Bible himself the word of God says heaven and earth will pass away I'm looking up here heaven and earth have not passed away yet. FYI okay thank
1: you for that Okay.
0: heaven and earth will pass away and one jot and one tittle not will one, one jot not one jot or tittle will be taken from the Lord not one from, from the law of God right yeah. not one and then he says what's a
1: jot or tittle
0: it means a little mark, a little line, a little like a punctuation, like like a, a yes, something a small, like a, a, an accent on on something. Uh, it could even be a a, um, a plural, like it says. Um, so
1: not one jot or one tittle. Will be removed from the law until heaven and earth pass away.
0: Yeah, yeah So right. they
1: haven't gone yet. No, so the law is. So still, the law is still there.
0: That's why it's funny thing it says in Revelation that overcame him. How did it overcome him in Revelation? Revelation fourteen verse eleven. How By they the blood
1: over- of the lamb.
0: And the word, word of, of the testimony. And and also in um.
1: What's it? Uh, revelation
0: what? Well, um, look, go to Revelation twelve uh, towards the end. I think it's verse 17-ish. It is seventeen ish. Is it seventeen?
1: Who, oh, and the dragon was enraged with the woman and he went to make w- war with the rest of her offspring who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of so Jesus Christ. Notice the two
0: things, the commandments of God and the testimony. You, they're not exclusive. If you're a follower of Christ, you're a slave of righteousness, period. And that's why Paul says it's, it's, circumcision is nothing but keeping the commandments of God.
1: But the law does not make us righteous.
0: So you, you say, well, Okay, what about circumcision, Andre? Isn't, no, no. Circumcision was something that they did in, in Galatia, in Galatia, because they wanted to become more righteous. So they said, we need to be circumcised. And, and Paul was upset with them. He said, why are you going And this? In other words, you are, what you're trying to do is you want to get circumcised in order that you can participate. In the, the ritual
1: sacrifices which were given by because Moses. Because you
0: cannot participate in the sacrifice unless you get circumcised. So they said, okay, we're going to get circumcised so we can continue practicing with Moses. And specifically the ordinances. So the, the, the circumcision was a, a, an ability for people to participate in those. In events, the mosaic. In the mosaic thing. And that's what he was talking about. Not talking about the commandments of God would identify them. It's how to deal with them. And that's why he said to them, who has bewitched you? before whose eyes Christ died. What has Christ died got to do with it? Because he's the sacrifice. That's what it His says in death Galatians overcame three all. That's, he's the sacrifice. Not, not saying he's the sacrifice that you can continue in your breaking of the Sabbath or breaking of this... None of that kind of stuff.
1: Acts 15 also had the same issue with the, the Jews wanting, uh, the, the, the converts wanting to become like the Jewish people and, and be follow, circumcised. And be yeah. circumcised. It happened in Acts as well. Right? Yeah, I'm
0: not saying a, a person should assume. Should That's not, It's discussion. not according to the law of God. So if you want to, you don't want to, it's not according to the law. Uh,
1: but the point was that the commandments of God were not done away with. And actually we probably should mention Acts 15. Because in Acts fifteen, there were those people who said, yeah, I, I, "We need to be circumcised," and you know, what are we doing? And so they sent a letter to to Jerusalem, to the disciples there, and said, "Help us! W- what, what must we do? Must we? W- what do we have to do to become Christians, good Christians? And and must we follow the law? As we get circumcised?"
0: And and then notice what they did. They sent a letter, and they already have Moses preached. They even said that re- Moses really preached in the synagogues. And Every so, week. So they can hear them there. And then they highlighted four laws in Acts 5.15, verse 26 and 29, around there. They highlighted four laws that I would, I would ask people, go and try and find them in the law of God. Go try and find it.
1: What, the four laws that they were given yeah. in the letter to say, do these minimal
0: things? And, and it will be well with you. One, notice three of them is about ingesting foods so when I hear people say oh it's not what goes into the stomach that defiles me becomes a heart, which, which the Lord is talking about but here's the context that he was referring to was specifically regarding cleaning of food what he says in other words what he defines that's the food. context he never said you can eat a snake you can eat chairs tables Yeah, because the body washes it so in other words your body is the, the house that cleans the food that's the, the context not about
1: in, in, in because in if
0: North he said it was pork they would have killed him right there they would have stoned him right there but he's talking about them washing of pots and pans so think of it if let's say for example I don't agree with you I believe that it's still not what goes in the stomach that defiles the man but come what comes out the heart and oh, it's anything in other words a person can eat a poisonous snake and they'll be okay or pork that'll be fine I would say them okay then go and eat the poisonous snake and let's see how fine it is mm-hmm. uh, or how about this the four laws that were given to the early church f- three of them were about food. One was things strangled. Try and find that in the old Testament. Two things offered to idols, three blood, in other words, having blood sausage or eating bloody meat okay uh, and then one was sexual immorality, right. But these...
1: And they were told to abstain from those things.
0: They said, okay, keep going what you're going. Go to
1: listen to Moses, what's written in the seat of Moses every week. But the minimal you can do is just keep away from these things. Because obviously no, 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 not minimal.
0: It was not minimal.
1: Well, but it was to abstain from them. Yeah. In other words, for now, these are the most important things you can do until you learn everything else. Because these would impact their bodies, because right? you won't
0: No, because you won't be able to find these very easily. In other words, if a kid could be making a noise. they, They... they These laws are a half a sentence. I could be tying my shoes and I would miss out what the person just said. But the food chapter, there's a whole chapter on the food. You're not going to be able to miss that. But those ones I just mentioned, you'll find that half a sentence.
1: But it says, to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. Yeah, and and so
0: notice what's not mentioned there. Um, Honoring your parents. Should we be honoring our parents? What about lying? Should we have been lying? No. What about um, um, coveting? No. Not in those four laws. So the question you're going to ask is, why aren't those mentioned? Because they really have those laws. In other words, um, what, they were, what they were struggling with is everything to do with the... Food? No. Oh. Not nothing to do with food. What they were struggling with were things like circumcision. Okay. That was the message. Because they wanted to go back under the ordinances. They wanted to be washed by the blood of lambs and, and goats. They wanted to keep the festivals. That's the issue that they, they were having. Is I want to, I want to be participate in these things. And he says, guys, just abstain from these things. you got the commandments. Don't have to focus on the other things. And there were things that the Jewish people had as well, which were the, the festivals. That's something that the Jewish people had that didn't they didn't have. And
1: they kept it on as traditions. But it, once the temple was destroyed, they couldn't even they couldn't. keep any of those. And them
0: trying to keep it, they are adding to the law of God, and thereby they are sinning. Because the Bible is very clear, if you add or take away so I can't go and say I'm making something I'm, I'm keeping the Sabbath I'm making stuff up and you mean
1: keeping Passover
0: oh yeah pa- well, you
1: can keep the Sabbath
0: well I can keep the Sabbath yeah
1: but Passover you talk about Passover you say you're keeping Passover you can't because there's no lamb to sacrifice to take to Jerusalem but you,
0: yeah but you can keep the Sabbath and the reason why you can keep the Sabbath is because it's not linked to a temple Right,
1: or was there from the beginning? It's from
0: the beginning. It was no, seven days. There's no temple associated. They even had. They even kept it in the wilderness before the the tabernacle was even constructed, right? So, but
1: people will say, But well, what about it?" Says, "Don't judge man on um, Sabbaths and new moons and all of that."
0: That's all regarding festivals. It's all regarding to the sacri- um the Sabbaths Which associated with the um, festivals. The festivals, because they had to do certain things on those the Sabbaths
1: those Sabbath so the day of atonement was called a Sabbath day because it was a festival day it wasn't the seventh day Sabbath
0: yeah right yeah and that's why you got the unleavened bread and and so forth
1: so to bring it all back to the law of God when we say how do we define the law of God sum it up for us how do you define the law of God
0: the law of God can be summed up in what Yeshua himself said love the Lord God with all your heart mind soul and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. That's the summary of the law. And then, if I if I go down the next step further, I have the commandments. So the first, you can say the first three commandments, is associated with loving God with all your heart, mind, and soul, In other words, don't take the name of the Lord God in vain. Uh, don't have any idols before Him. Don't swear. Uh, no. Um, what do you mean? You said don't swear.
1: Oh, uh, sorry. I thought. Uh, yeah, what, what,
0: it says, it says know the God before me don't, uh, don't make any idols um, don't take the name of the Lord God in vain those were no. the, the three then the Sabbath is associated with self the fourth lo- commandment loving ourself and the next six are associated with loving your neighbor as yourself and that is um, in Romans 15 he reiterates the same thing Romans 15 reiterates the same thing of loving your neighbor as yourself and what are the commandments are Ten commandments and then under each of the commandments there's a law associated with it so if you love God these are the things that you do in other words tithe. like a
1: statute you mean a
0: tithe like a statute or a law associated in other words how do you not or how do you keep the sabbath
1: how do you honor your parents okay.
0: how do you like? it tells you like, for example keeping the sabbath the laws according to the sabbath you don't make fire you don't boil you don't make others work make others work these are laws associated with the commandment you shall keep the sabbath okay so you talk and then then you have the ordinances and the ordinances is how to deal with sin so if you the break, break those, if
1: you break if you sin or you break the commandment the commandments then the consequences associated are the ordinances
0: and and that in the old testament the consequences were there were sacrifices going to the festivals and and so forth in the new testament it's Everything is in Christ. In other words, we we look up, we say, Lord, please forgive me. I have sinned. Help me. Holy Spirit, please help me overcome this.
1: Cast out demons, whatever needs to be done. Repent, and it's done away with. So when we talk about, when, when, when you say the law of God is good and we need to keep the law of God, you are saying we need to understand what is sin. And ask Holy Spirit to help us to walk in righteous, to righteousness be slaves of righteousness, not slaves of
0: sin. Yeah, but we have to know what, what the sin is. Because Paul wouldn't have known what coveting was unless he knew what the law was. And that's why knowing the law of God is a good thing. That's why Evelyn says, it, Paul speaks to Timothy in 2 Timothy 3 verse 16. And he says to him, all scripture is given for reproof. By the way, Paul wasn't talking about his Pauline letters.
1: Yeah, they were in scripture. He,
0: he wasn't even talking about the Gospels. The Gospels wasn't in circulation. But was, what was in circulation was everything from, from Genesis to Malachi. Which he studied intensely.
1: So He Indeed. knew
0: this stuff and he said it's given for reproof, for correction. Nowadays we don't want to be corrected. If I tell people, keep the Sabbath, no, don't correct me. My church doesn't believe in that. I don't care if your church doesn't believe in that. And, uh, and I'll finish it off with this, this comment. Like, I love Trillium. Okay, tr- Trillium, uh, Trillium. Tr- he was a 150 AD to 250 AD. And uh, he made a statement that the commandments, we are to keep the commandments. We are a slave of righteousness. But he made a position and said, we aren't to be circumcised. Because if we were to be circumcised, then Adam would have came out circumcised, circumcised. Which I fully understand. Okay? I even understand why circumcision was needed. In other words, God blessed Abraham and said, okay, in your seed, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. In your seed. So where does the seed come out of it? Penis cuts off the so covenant,
1: blood, so covenant. blood
0: covenant on his pieces. So he was protected from the beginning all the way up until the Messiah. After the Messiah you don't need the circumcision. The Messiah the circumcision it's a, it's was optional
1: needed. for whatever people the want. Circumcision
0: to was needed in order to fulfill the covenant that the Messiah will come through the seed. So that was needed. The circumcision was needed. So I get that point.
1: So Tertullian says so, you say, don't need circumcision. Which
0: I understand. But he made a statement and said, Well, we don't need to keep the Sabbath because you don't see Noah Enoch, Abraham, Jacob, keeping the Sabbath. To which I would respond to him: You don't see them um, um, breaking idols. You don't see them. Well, you did see um, Jacob, Jacob, um, or Abraham. I know in one of the, the book of of Jasher. Uh, you don't. You don't see them talking about, let's say. um, um Tithing, right? So Abraham tithed, but you saw Jacob tithing. But it doesn't mean because you don't see them mentioning it means they didn't do it. Because if you read some other books, like the Book of Joshua or the Book of uh, Jubilees, you see Abraham doing some stuff that you don't know that he did previously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and just because it's not written down doesn't mean that they didn't do it. For me, my question is, uh, what I would say to him is, in the Garden of Eden, before sent into the world sabbath was made
1: and we have had a whole discussion on sabbath mm. but i i think no but let me finish this. Oh, part. sorry sorry finish yeah
0: so the seventh day is a, is the a, god set the seventh day aside for adam and eve and he said he rested on this day and then in exodus he reaffirmed he says because i the seventh day you shall rest in others remembrance of what i did Okay. Before
1: he gave Moses all the laws. Before, this is before yeah, this Exodus in, 20.
0: Yeah, this is Exodus 16. Yeah, right? before 16. he gave,
1: wrote down the Ten Commandments, he specifically called out the Sabbath.
0: Yeah, and, and so, in other words, they are cap- they're capable of doing it in their own houses. Like, we're capable of doing it in our own houses. So God wanted, I really believe, God wanted Abraham, um, Adam and Eve to keep the Passover, uh, not Passover the Passover, the Sabbath. the Sabbath, every single year and every single week and every single, continually keeping it. But because the sin entered, they were moved out. I also believe that Enoch, Jared, and all those people did keep the Sabbath. And one day we'll find out. We will find out. But because, I'll tell Trillium, Trillium, because they didn't say that, doesn't doesn't mean mean. they didn't. So for example, um, and by the way, what defines what righteousness is unless the law of God defines it? I don't believe that they—they
1: they were called righteous.
0: They k- killed and eat ate humans. It doesn't say that they didn't kill and eat humans. So, the, so could I make the assumption that they killed and ate humans? The answer point. is no, no, because the law of God would say would say that is sin. Mm. Um, and you say, well, where does the Bible say that killing a human is wrong? You say, well, the Bible says it's not murder. Okay, I'll say, well, what about eating a human? Is that acceptable? And the law of God, Mosaic law, doesn't even mention you can't eat a human. Do you know why?
1: Because it's given.
0: Because it's a common understanding. Because if you can't get that basic principle, how do you get the rest? Mm-hmm. If you understand the rest, it's like uh, you can eat... You don't have to explain everything. Some things are, are just given. It's like uh, you can eat my, my, my food in my, my, my fridge. Mm-hmm. But I don't expect you to eat my freezer. Mm-hmm. Or oh, eat my fish. Cut my, my. Well, it's the same
1: as Paul. He never called out the Sabbath all the time. Why? Because it was a given. Everybody did it. It was like a. It was like putting on the lights. It was. It was a given every day. I think the one. The one area that one verse that always jumped out at me when um, we start. When when I really started studying the law was in Genesis twenty six, when the Lord appeared to Isaac and said to, to Isaac do not go down to the land of Egypt and he says I'm going to be with you and I'm going to be with your descendants and this is the scripture verse that I've always remembered it's Genesis 26 5 and well, it actually starts in 4 the Lord says speaking to Isaac he says I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven because that's what he promised to Abraham I will give to your descendants all these lands and in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed and this is the reason why he's going to bless Israel, uh, Isaac's seed. He said, because Abraham obeyed my voice. He kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. So God is telling Isaac, God the Father is telling Isaac, I'm going to fulfill my promise to you, you what I gave to your father. I'm going to fulfill it through you because your father kept my commandments. So you've got to say to yourself, well, Lord,
0: what commandments, what did we commandments see? statutes, mm-hmm. charge,
1: and laws? Where did you give them? Well, he wouldn't tell us that mm-hmm. he if, unless he gave them to Abraham. So it's very easy to assume that those commandments were passed down from Adam through his children all the way down to, to Abraham.
0: And then they lost it and that's why Moses had to rewrite them and then he added something saying, How do you deal when you break these these um, laws? Mm-hmm. Okay. We have been going on a while, but I thought it would be a good topic, a big meaty topic to really close off, off. the year. To close off the last year, um, being one year of, of having these discussions. Now, hopefully the people have enjoyed these discussions, have learned some stuff. So, um, are you going a close prayer?
1: Well, it's the beginning of the year. It's the last one. You should do it.
0: Oh, okay. Heavenly Father, blessed be your holy name. Thank you for the opportunity of being able to talk about your word. I thank you that your word is sharper than a two-edged sword. Lord, I do pray for all the people that are listening. I pray that you touch them and you give them a revelation of your law. In Yeshua's name, amen.
1: Amen.